You're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence with Allison and Krista. What the? No, I didn't cuss. I just said something you wouldn't like to hear. Welcome to the podcast where we encourage you to live boldly, speak freely, and take action. Fact checkers on Instagram and Facebook. Do they really work? Do they really work? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I've, sometimes I've, they do. I definitely see some instances where false information was shared. Yes, there's there's definitely sometimes, but... But, <laughs> yeah. Overall, there, there definitely have been shown to be biased, especially very recently. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so, you know, we want to talk a little bit about that so that you don't just blindly believe what a social media platform tells you is true or false. Yes. So, let's kind of, like, get into some of the background check. As many of you guys know, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram, they're owned by the same person, same company. Um, and basically one of the big things that they've been fact checking is sarcastic posts. Why can't we have humor? Like, just let me have it. And I know that as a, like a bot, so to speak, you can't necessarily tell, Tell, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, it's basically filtering these posts, whether it's sarcastic or whether it's whatever, you know, they think it is. Um, it's filtering them from hashtag and the explore results yeah so it's not just putting on there oh this might be false it's actually kind of you know banning them from being discovered right and so um from the who was it was one of the spokeswomen from facebook um she said we work with third-party fact checkers to help identify review and label false information on instagram Um, When content is rated as false or partly false by a third-party fact checker, we reduce its distribution by removing it from the explore and hashtag pages. In addition, we label the content so people can better decide for themselves what to read, trust, and share. I I, I, I don't think them labeling content lets people better decide for themselves. Um, I do think it makes people stop and think. Yes. Which is good because then you're like, well, why is this false? The problem is a lot of times what is, I'm doing air quotes right now, false is very subjective. And a lot of times their answers to why something is false doesn't actually prove why it's false. (laughs) So that's where it's like, if you're not really paying attention, you'll just be like, oh, this must be false because it says it's false. Right. Um, And a lot of times, especially with corruption that is um, kind of surfaced on the internet, um, one of the examples was, I don't know if you guys heard about that whole Wayfair scandal, right? Thing, right? So as of what we know about it right now, um, we know that there are um, like, so, okay, let me give a little background because people might be like, what are you talking about? So the, the whole Wayfair scandal is where there's um, on their website, they have these big cabinets and pillows and other stuff that are going up to $12,000, $15,000. And it's like, okay, well, why is that the case? Nobody should buy it at that, right? Right. Um, and they're they're using this as a as a funnel for sex trafficking and for getting kids, you know, to people. And so um, and so one of the fact checking things that I had posted about it. Now, do we know if Wayfair is involved? No, we have no idea. We this don't. could literally just be people that are doing it, right? Because Wayfair does have third party sellers, right? So it, Wayfair could have nothing to do with it. But the, the fact of it is we know that something's going on. We've found they've rescued, I, as of a couple of days ago, nine kids in Texas from these Wayfair shipments. And they have identified that, you know, kids were being 
um, taken and put into these bins and boxes and whatever and shipped to people. So they've identified that's the truth. And the post, something that I posted, um, was talking about that. It was a video talking about, you know, here's what's actually happening on Wayfair. First, the pillow is $40. Now it's, you know, 4,000, whatever. Right. And it said that it was a false claim. The fact checking, uh, whatever app or whatever it is, fact checker said that, said that it was a false claim. So I said, okay, why is it false? And you click on the little button at the bottom and it said, Wayfair didn't say that it's used for sex trafficking children. Well, of course, Wayfair didn't say it. That has nothing to do with if it's true or not. It's like yeah. Wayfair didn't say that the cabinets were for, um, shipping children. They said that they're expensive because of their industrial use. Okay, then how is the same cabinet $500 and then it's $14,000? It's the same exact cabinet. Right. And they have different names that are linked to children that have gone missing in the United States within the last month. So I see what they're saying there. Oh, well, Wayfair didn't say that. I understand that. But to say that this post is completely false right. will make people think, oh, well, it's false. Right? right? Like, so it's not true. But what they're not looking at, what many people aren't looking at is, but wait a second, why is it false? If it's false because Wayfair just said, Oh, we don't use it for sex. Well, maybe they don't, but other people do. And it's taking away the attention from the actual truth of what people know. Right. So, so that's my thing with it is I'm like, it, it can have its good points, but there's the bad point is you don't know, you know, how objective they can be, you know? Right. And as somebody who obviously watches your stories all the time, I saw that and it gave me, it gave me the warning of right. like, whatever, I wish I would have screenshotted it, but it, I... I didn't know we were going to do this episode yet. Right. <laughs> um, then, but it gave me the warning or something like that. I think it said the this post may, me, may be partly false, as I think what it said, if I remember yes. right. Um, but I personally know Allison, and I also have been kind of following the story. So I knew between right. the two. I knew better, and I, I knew to investigate myself. Right. But a lot of people would just be like, oh, okay, that's not true. And just move on with their day. And, right. And once again... Like obviously these this is mostly automated. It's far from perfect. Right. Um, it's a good thing that these platforms are trying to do something to combat false information being spread. Right. But it's far from perfect and we want you guys to be informed and to know that you should do some digging for yourself before you just blindly believe right. that something is false or partly false because Facebook or Instagram told you it is. Right. That's true. <laughs> and okay. So what do you think about this? Cause we haven't really talked about this yet. So I kind of look at social media sometimes in the sense of like, okay, if it's in, if it's how it is in real life, then fantastic because that's how we live. If it, go, if it alters our reality, then I'm kind of like, well, you know, you can say that in person if you want, but if you can't say it on social media, which obviously there's reasons to ban certain things. I get right. that. We don't want our kids looking at cuss words and, you know, but this, this banning thing, I mean, in real life, could you stop somebody from trying to tell you something false? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't. So yeah. like, do you think it's a good idea to have it on social media that way? Well, so the difference is that in real life, if you're, t if you're at a dinner party, which, right. you know, nobody has dinner parties right now. <laughs> um, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend it's pre-COVID and you're having a dinner party or a barbecue or whatever. Right. Let's say there's 20 people at your house. Mm -hmm. And you share this information that maybe is partly false. Like mm -hmm. you you say, hey, I read this article and this is what this article said. Right. right? And But I haven't done the research yet. You've now talked to 20 people who may or may not make their opinion based on what you said or may or may not do their own research, whatever. Right. 
if you, especially when it comes to kind of big issues or controversial issues like current politics or current coronavirus issues or um, sex, you know, sex and child trafficking, these are controversial and big issues right now. Right. And so if you post something that is totally false or even partly false and it goes viral, you've now right. potentially given that information to tens of thousands, if not hundreds people. of thousands right. of people. Right. And nobody's and, thinking twice. And about nobody's it. thinking twice about it. So right. I understand. I think it I is I think it is valid to have some sort of system in place. Right. But we as people consuming this information and seeing these warnings, you know, right. need to make sure. And then I also think we need to hold the platforms accountable for not being biased mm-hmm. in, in what they're doing because they are absolutely doing. Um, in fact, uh, I, my husband was showing me a thread the other day on Reddit mm-hmm. of several people corroborating the fact that there's absolutely a bounty out there for anybody who can get, um, sir, I forget what it was. Uh, it was a, a certain Christian conservative um, person kicked off Facebook. Oh, Candace Owens. Oh. There's a bounty on Candace Owens' head to get her, if for people looking for anything that she's sharing that's false enough that can get her mm-hmm. kicked off Facebook. That's crazy. Um, and so, like, the fact that that can even happen, you know, right. Is, right. is not okay. Right. You can't, exactly. It's the same thing as free speech in person. You can't right. stop people from saying what they're going to say. Right. Um, and, and it is crazy because I do think that the, the you know, another part of this fact-checking thing, I think the the groundworks for it is being able to report something, right? Being able to report something is inappropriate or, um, you know, them screening things. Did somebody cuss? Did somebody do this or that? And something that I found a little bit crazy is this actually happened two days ago. I had an account follow me and it was clearly a spam account of some kind, but on their cover photo was a completely naked picture, completely naked. Wow. And so I was like, okay, I need to report this. Like I used to just let it go and be like, whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, you know no. what? It's still inappropriate. Yeah. Still don't want people seeing it. And so I reported it 15 minutes later, Instagram messages back and says, we don't see this as inappropriate. And the actual, I looked at the exact verbiage. It said like, you know, if you have like a clear naked X, Y, Z, you know, they literally yeah. named the body parts. And I'm like, okay, so what am I missing here? Right. Because this is exactly, so I submitted it again. They never responded two days later. And I'm like, how are you saying this isn't inappropriate when it's part of your guidelines? Right. And it clearly is showing your guidelines. There's no like gray area here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. And so, so why, why is that being accepted? You know what I mean? Why is that becoming acceptable? Because, you know, we talk about why different things are inappropriate and whatever. And this is one of those things where it's like, if you were going to say you're going to lay down the law, if you're going to be a fact checker, if you're going to report things that are inappropriate, then actually hold to that. Yeah. Because they're dead set on, you know, banning certain people and sending people messages saying, you know, we might revoke your account or if you did this and this for something that they think is false, but then something that is completely inappropriate in public. Right. Anywhere. Yep. Well, in the United States, um, <laughs> You know, why, why aren't we cracking down on that? So that's yeah. why I, I don't like the way that they're doing things because of that. There's kind of that double standard there. Yep. And so, yeah, so that's definitely interesting. And that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like that, yeah. That just goes to show that it's imperfect systems for sure. Yes. Um, but don't be scared to report stuff like that, please. Right. Like, um, and, you know, we talked a little bit about already the fact that some of these um, uh, fact checkers are showing us false, like, 
sarcastic posts and memes. And um, so, you know, Facebook actually got in trouble or kind of controversial last year in 2019 when it warned the Christian conservative satirical website, The Babylon Bee, that its content would be suppressed on its platform if it kept posting articles that were disputed by fact checkers. Mm-hmm. Babylon B is like the onion, like clearly satirical. Like the, it's satire, right. and if people believe their outrageous headlines, right, right, like exactly. come on, people, like that's, yeah, yeah. Once again, like you said, can't we can't have a sense of humor anymore? Right, and it's funny because the um, the uh, office, the the creator of the office. Um, which is super sarcastic, you know, they said there's no way we could create this show in 2020. Mm-hmm. It would get shut down for all of the, you know, for the comedy aspect. Yeah. Because they said people don't understand things in context anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, because there's a time, and, and I always say this, you know, you can make fun of people when it's, you know, in a, in a comedic sense. Right. That's the whole point of comedy is it's supposed to be funny. You're supposed to be able to laugh at yourself mm-hmm. and, and people have, you know, taken that way out of context and made everything, you know, sick and disgusting and racist and sexist and whatever. Right. And it's just like, you know, you have to know the context of where somebody's coming from and why they're saying what they're saying. Obviously, there's scenarios where things are bad, but there's a yeah. lot of scenarios where it's perfectly harmless and okay. And, you know, people yeah. have to get that perspective. Yeah. So stop suppressing humor, Facebook and Instagram. I know. <laughs> um but, you know, the, the thing we have to keep in mind and why we really want to talk about this is Facebook and Instagram and all the social media platforms, for that matter, mm-hmm. are not nonprofit organizations that are trying to improve humanity. These are corporations who are trying to make money. Right. And they are run by imperfect people who have their own agendas. Right. Whatever that agenda is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what their religious beliefs, what their political beliefs are, what their nutrition beliefs are, whatever. But they are individual human beings who right. have specific agendas and biases, and they are in charge of these companies, and they're that's their right to do that. But we want you to realize that they're not the end all be all when it comes to fact checking. Right, right. And even, you know, so there there is gonna be naturally a bias or even perhaps an agenda behind the way they set up the rules for fact checking, right? Right. So you need to be an informed person. Right, exactly. <laughs> and once again, a lot of times it might be very helpful. The fact checking might be helpful, right? Like I've right. seen the fact checking stuff. Like, you know, I've seen it on some posts that were clearly, like, blatantly misinformation. Right. Like, yeah, and it, need, it needed to be shown as a, as a false information. Like, right. I've seen that. Right. But don't just automatically believe it, right? right. If it's anything that's an important issue or anything that matters, you know, it, it, take some time to figure it out for yourself. Yes. And, and yeah, make sure you read, especially, and there's been multiple times where I've read why... Why is this being claimed as false? You know, yeah. why is this? And and so many times, you know, like you said, there's some that are that are very obviously, you know, need to be fact checked, and it's you can see that it's false. And then there's other times where they don't even prove why something's false. They're just saying that they disagree with it. <laughs> They're just saying, well, yeah. nobody necessarily or specifically said that. Yeah. And it's like, but they kind of said, it. and it's like, okay, well, that doesn't disprove anything. So yeah, make sure that you're objective. Make sure that you are paying attention because the fact checking is a little bit skeptical. Yes. So there you go. Fact checkers sort of work. Yes, they sort <laughs> of work. That's our final answer for you. Yes. 
So we'd love to hear if you have any examples that you've seen or read about or heard about that uh, a fact checker is doing a really great job or doing a really bad job (laughs) and what your experiences have been. Shoot us a message and let us know. Thank you for listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Did you like this episode? Please share it out and tag us when you do. Also, have you subscribed yet or left us a rating or review? We would so appreciate if you did. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode and connect with us on Instagram at creating the letter U online. Make it a fabulous day.